Hey there, and welcome to Lively Conversations brought to you by Table 112. Whether you're at the table, in the car, or wherever you are, we hope to inspire meaningful talks about life between parents and teens. Thanks for joining us, and thanks for sharing this with your friends. Make sure that you subscribe. You'll get Lively Conversations in your inbox every single week. We are your hosts, the Williams family. I'm Lexi. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Dana. So we're here just with Lexi this week, and Jeremy and I have been doing something. I don't know. When did we start working our way through the Marvel movies? Um, it's probably early December. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. So, we so are, a few weeks ago. We're working our way through the Marvel movies in order of release, not chronological order for those of you who care. Um, and it's fun to watch superheroes save the world. And it's interesting to learn the backstories behind each one and what motivates them. And also, like, every single one has a difficulty. But here's what I want to know from you guys. Who is your favorite superhero and why? My favorite superhero is um, Black Widow. She's, like, real awesome. She's smart. And she is funny. And... She kicks other people's butts really good. <laughs> she does. Every time she does something cool, Lexi goes, she is so awesome. She is awesome. I really want to be like her. Like She's oh, she's so cool. She's super smart. What about you, Jeremy? I think my favorite superhero is probably Iron Man. Okay, why? Um, Tony Stark is super cool. He's not actually superhuman, mm-hmm. but because he's so smart and he has a lot of money, He's able to create a, obviously a suit that makes him superhuman and he's able to, to do that. And he's kind of the leader of the Avengers, which is also pretty cool. So I like him a lot. He almost yeah. has this, like, if he's, you can think it, you can make it. Yeah. He's mentality. super snarky too. Yeah. Which is not. He's funny. He's got a pretty good grasp of sarcasm. My favorite is Captain Marvel. And before I saw the movie, I knew nothing about Captain Marvel. And I just, I loved her backstory um, and I loved, uh, I think that's what I liked about her was just the backstory of where she came from and trying to figure out who she is and all that kind of stuff. And then, and then discovering that she was a lot more capable than people told her. So as far as we know, our friends don't have actual superpowers. Can I make a comment about Captain Marvel real quick? Go right ahead. One thing I like about the movie is, if you haven't seen it, this may be a little bit of a spoiler, but um, it's been out long enough. You should have seen it by now. Uh, Captain Marvel, like the beginning of the movie, who turns out, the people who turn out to be the bad guys keep telling her that she has to control herself. She has to keep her emotions in check. She can't, you know, she can't... uh, use her feelings if she's going to fight effectively. And then what happens through the movie is she figures out that that is actually her strength. It's her feelings and her emotions and all of that stuff. And once she's able to release that and let it go, she becomes like the most powerful person in the universe. So pretty cool. Just that releasing her to, to be herself made her even more powerful than she was before. Mm. She's lit. Sometimes actually, literally, literally. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> So as far as we know, we don't actually know any superheroes, but we do know some really super people. We know somebody who looks like a superhero. Yeah, we do have a friend that Jeremy says looks like Thor all the time. He does look like Thor. (laughs) I don't see it, but He is a specimen of a man. Oh my goodness. That, that, um. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So these people, they have strengths that we admire. 
and they probably have weaknesses that they need to guard. But what we might not realize is that we might be a super person in someone else's eyes. Is there somebody who you think looks up to you? And who is it? And what? why do you think that they look up to you? Um, there's a little girl that I babysit sometimes. Uh, her name is... I'm just <laughs> going to call her B. So B, she's really cool. She's really smart. She like works out with her dad it's it's so cool like she's she rides motorcycles yeah she's like nine yeah she's like really cool so like i look up to her but like she also looks up to me oh yeah um what makes you think that she looks up to you what do you notice whenever she's around me she uh she wants to like act the way i act and uh do whatever i'm doing or yeah She's paying attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So whenever like I'm around her, I try to be on my best behavior. Okay, cool. We're going to get into that a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you're already thinking that way. We made elf cookies when I babysat her last time. It was cool. Yep. And you watched elf. Yeah. Um, I've, I've had a few people in my life and even recently tell me that they look up to me, which is a little bit strange, but having been a youth pastor for 13 years and being involved in ministry for um, a while because I'm old, I have younger guys who will come to me and maybe they're youth pastors or maybe they're volunteers. They'll just, you know, we'll have lunch and they'll be like, hey, I really look up to you. I look up to your family. I want to, you know, I want to have a life like you've had. And that's like, I like that in some ways, but it feels like a lot of pressure in other ways. Yeah. So they tell you. Yeah. Yeah. That's been my experience too. I'm not old like you, even though we're <laughs> the same age. But uh, I think, yeah, sometimes I don't actually notice until they've said something about it. But yeah, that happens more the older that you get. How does knowing that someone is looking up to you impact your choices? Lexi already kind of alluded to this, trying to be a good example, but does it impact your choices? And if and how should it impact your choices? I mean, it it makes you really think about what you're doing when you realize that that somebody's watching you and wants to wants to emulate you. You you kind of say, okay, I would normally do this, but I know so and so is watching, so I'm gonna make this choice instead because I know that's a better choice. It can also make you like a better person because okay. you'll start making the better choices even when they're not around, just by habit. So, yeah. I've noticed that I've done that too. Yeah. When I've noticed that like little kids are watching and then I do that even like once they've left and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's like when you know that somebody might do the thing that you're doing, it makes you think twice about the thing that you're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've definitely experienced that. Sometimes I think that it actually makes me want to be more authentic and to be a little more transparent with them because I don't want to be put on a pedestal. I yeah. don't want to be thought of as, you know, that I never do anything wrong or that I, you know, that our our family is perfect or things like that. Like I want to make sure that people know that we're like, that we're we have normal. struggles and we're yeah. very normal. And sometimes we fight and sometimes we get tired and, you know. And yeah, for sure. We, yeah. I'm um, probably more likely to tell someone about my struggles if, you know, other than like people who I like my best friends, like just kind of, I would be more likely to tell somebody who says they look up to me just like you. Yeah. Hey, I struggle with this too, you know, partly to be empathetic, but also partly to 
you know, like you said, just make sure that they don't idolize you right. or something like that. But Not th- that I'm in danger of anyone oh. doing that. <laughs> I think the other side of it is that it offers hope. If you tell something that was, you know, something that you've experienced that maybe they're going through that they can, they can see, oh, there's hope on the other side, but also that there's no point in this life where we arrive. So Lexi, whenever you find yourself as the example, what are some things that you should be paying attention to more specifically? I'm thinking things like attitude or whatever. You've got any ideas about key things that we need to pay attention to when we realize we're setting an example? Make sure you're appropriate. That's number one rule. (laughs) Be appropriate. That's a great one. I've seen a lot of older teenagers and sometimes adults that they curse or they are talking about something that's not okay for public announcement. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So being aware of your surroundings <laughs> and, and keeping things appropriate. What have you, have you ever had the experience where that was somebody that you looked up to as an example and then that happened? Yes. Okay. Of times. How did that impact you? I was kind of hurt. Okay. Um, yeah, it just kind of like, just hurt. It feels disappointing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what would you have liked to see that person do instead of what you saw? Treat me the way that they treat their own friends. Okay. Or anybody actually. Yeah. And if they did mess up, which everybody's going to mess up, like what would you have liked to see at that point? I feel like I would like to be apologized to. Okay. Or, like, them not say, like, oh, Lexi's in here. Like, I can't do that or whatever. Okay. Because then I know that they're going to do it when I'm not around, which... Right. So. Yeah, so some accountability of, like, I know that was was wrong, and I know I'm an example for you, and I should probably um, work on that. Yeah, I think that's important for anybody at whatever stage you are. Everybody has somebody who looks up to them. Any ideas about other things we should be paying attention to if we find ourselves as the example? Yeah, I don't I don't know that I would say anything different than what Lexi said. I mean, it's just very important to make sure that the person you are in front of the people that you're being an example to, it's the same person you are when nobody's watching. Right. Right? That's integrity. Right. Like what Justice talked about last time. Yeah. So, yeah. Totally. Yeah. So, you know, things like paying attention to, am I growing? Am I working on who I am? And can, am I trustworthy? Just like you said, with integrity. Yeah. Maybe a, maybe a more succinct way to say that is just to be, don't let your example be an act. Mm. Like it needs to be you. As we get ready to turn over the lively conversation to you and your family, we want you to consider this verse as you talk. Paul wrote a letter to Timothy, who was a leader that Paul thought of like a son. He wanted to encourage him to pass on the example that Paul set for him by being an example to others. You have heard me teach these things that have been confirmed by many reliable witnesses. Now teach these truths to other trustworthy people who will be able to pass them on to others. With that in mind, here's this week's big question for you to discuss together. When you think about the example you're setting for the person who looks up to you, what example would you be proud of that they followed? Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week at the table. See ya. Bye. Let's get it. it.